It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 789. Oh, it's a great number. What's happening, guys? What's going on? Why is it great? Seven, eight, nine. I just love, like, so my birth date is the 1st of the 9th, 1988. Mm -hmm. But if you just take my birth year, that is my whole birth date. One nine eight eight. Oh, that's First good. of September, the ninth, eighty eight. One nine eight eight. It's it's that right. is good. That's why I'm so special. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about my uh, mo? The mo's back. I don't mind it. I actually, um, I think last time you had your moustache. Uh, it's um, we all just gave you shit because that's what you do to someone else in the office. Yeah. It looked better in the mirror, to be honest. That's fine, mate. It's fine. What are you doing it for? What are you trying to be? I don't know. I just shaved. And then, um, are you making a play for the Mo guy? You know George yeah. is the Mo guy. <laughs> no, I do. Why did I do it? Why well, did George I do it? George is upstairs now. We've sent yeah. the boys upstairs. They're no longer downstairs mm-hmm. in the studio as their full time workspace plus studio space. Yeah. So what we we made the decision over the weekend. We had a big sort of uh, you, me, and Jess had a big yeah. um, crisis. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. crisis crisis meeting. No, we we planned out a bunch of things. She yeah. does a thing called cap planning. Cap planning, which is capacity planning. Yeah, and so she has a spreadsheet, and then she puts down all the tasks that we have on one side. Yeah, and then she puts all of our names. So there's like intellectual porn, which is you know the Jordan Petersons of the world, the Sam Harrises uh, that are s- super articulate, and you just la- like I get off over listening to them talk, mm-hmm. watching someone maneuver a Excel spreadsheet. Watch your words, like Jess does. Is I mean, wow. <laughs> It's in pre- seeing someone build it out. You know what I mean? So sorry. But yeah, no, it's very good. <laughs> Not and in so, a sexual way, just yeah. as in a satisfaction. Yeah, no, there is. And Nothing's so, always, and so we you, put- Mo Guy, with uh, sexual, yeah. everything's got a sexual tone to it. And so anyway, <laughs> we um, put together like everyone's hours and then we worked out what, what everyone was doing. Yeah. And one of the things that Jess brought up was um, how with everyone being in the studio all of the time, uh, it doesn't necessarily create a great vibe for getting shit done. Yeah. Well, it's just one whole day. I mean, it, the only way I'd make sense is if we kept it If we made money the time. off the podcast. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. That too. But yeah, no, it would be good. So anyway, the decision, I think even if we were filming the whole time, we couldn't justify it. So the, the idea is that uh, Sev's, GB and Jess will join us for weekend banters. Yep. But then we were able to create seven extra hours each mm. of work that they could do a week. Highly optimized. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's what you'd call it. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good about it though. Fe- yeah, Very feel- organized. Feeling great. Sent so now- five emails today. Mate, you fired up. And that's for a Monday. Usually people are just like, oh, I can't be bothered on a Monday. No, Mondays I think are good for me. I had a great sleep last night, which um, very... Very uh, grateful for Bodie's got a new bed. Got a wh- what bed did you? What was your first bed in Narry Warren? No, it was never Lister, lived Lister, in Narry. Uh, sorry, Lister, or Endeavour Hills. Endeavour Hills. Hill. What was your first? Um, like that you remember? Sort of getting into that four, five, six, seven years where year old that you can sort of remember that bed you had. I don't remember too much. I just I remember the Duna cover, which was like blue, filthy. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was light blue, and it had like a um a dude on it. Yeah. Like a boy. Like it reminded me of um, 
the the bald kid from Rugrats. Oh yeah, Tommy. Tommy. Yes. Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Little Tommy. So it looks it looked like that. But yeah, I remember. Did it, you even know what it what? No, it was it would have just been whatever um, the buyers at Kmart could source. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's legit. Like when you buy a portrait, like a, a picture frame, mm-hmm. and there's a stock stock image in the back yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. You bought a stock image. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, but I think that it was cool enough. Yeah. That it was an issue. What was your... Well, I also had the double... Uh, sorry, not double bed. A um, bunk bed. That was the first one that I had with oh, my brother yeah. Jake. Yeah. But then moving on, you know, to, yeah. a, to a single, I had that blue doona. Well, we got a king single. And Bodie is a three-year-old kid. Seems <laughs> luxurious. Well, it's it's crazy. But you, you think about... You got to think for the future, mm-hmm. and um, Amy does definitely. She so we invested in a beautiful wooden framed, uh, wooden framed bed, which um, took nine weeks to get here. That's a really? another story. What the hell? Do you know um, Muji do really good beds? Do you know Muji? Muji, no, is that they're a- like the stationery? I think they're Japanese. They do like oh, the yeah. really nice stationery. Well, you can get a bed made, but it takes a long time. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, and so it got here, but it's great, easy to put together. Uh, we got the mattress on the Saturday, went, picked it up. Well, we didn't pick it up, went there, didn't fit in the car. The guy just oh. said, I'll drop it off for 50 bucks. Really? Brought the mattress Like an out. official sort of thing or just off the like 50 no, bucks cash? No, he owned cash. the business. No, okay. no, no, it was 50 bucks, but it was mm-hmm. just like you could tell it's a guy who owned the business that is just going that extra mile. Like yeah. that's what I love about these times. People want to make money. Like I, I can drop it off tonight, 5 p.m. for 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Sure. I like that it's like- the thing that I thought you were going to say is like people are generous and kind. It's like people want to make money. No, but I appreciate it because he's a guy in the mattress game mm-hmm. that everyone's doing it tough. Yeah. You see where people are willing to maybe put in a bit more time. If people are doing well, mm-hmm. it doesn't always necessarily translate to giving better service. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you're making money anyway, yeah. it's not the right approach. And I don't think everyone takes it, but I just was like, he cares about making some money to support his business yeah. and I, and I really appreciate it. And, and he was a lovely, lovely guy. And um, so I got that Saturday night, huge. It's, it's big enough for me. And Bodie slept in it Saturday night, came into our bed th- 2 a.m. I got up on Sunday morning straight into the king single. Really? Is, <laughs> it, is this, do you think Amy got it more for you? No, it's, um, it's a classic thing that parents do. It's like mm-hmm. the one in, one out. Uh, so what, it's like what's that? One in, one out. It's just like kid comes. Uh, to bed. Oh, I'm out of here. Straight. Really, it happens a lot. And a lot. Are you normally families. the one that leaves? Well, we've never had a bed that I could go out and sleep okay. on. And, and so, so, would what would what I got used to happen? First. Amy said, "Oh, here this here this have this is um here, this is the start of it." She said as I was walking out. Oh, really? Because it like, was yeah. comfy. Start of me having some good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? So it's if you were a single adult. Would it be a bed that you would own? Um, uh, not the mattress. It's dog shit. Okay. But it's good for a kid. What, you, because it, So it doesn't even have like a, a classic pillow top. It's like you, sp- you spent 200 bucks. Or any, no, no, or no. It's comfy as shit. It's more comfy than his other one. Mm-hmm. Kids can sleep on the ground, man. Like at daycare. Why not? Why don't you? Kids sleep on thin foam mm-hmm. and it's just, it's fine. Why it's fine. have a bed? Uh, good point. Good point. I'm sure some kids don't. Mm-hmm. One of Amy's friends, uh, when they first had their first child, I think they're on their fourth now, the kid's bed, when it was a baby, was in a drawer. So, like, oh, really? you make a nice little bed area in the drawer. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. Can't roll out. 
really comfy with some sort of sort of little foam and yeah. and um, the right sort of blankies. You've just got to make sure it's weighted right because you just yeah. don't want the drawers to fall over. But Bodie slept in the bed all last night and woke up this morning like a little angel. Really? So because so, he woke up at 2 a.m. the first night yeah. on Saturday? And then last and then night, last eight, night. Eight, 8 o'clock till uh, 8.30 maybe till 6.45, 7. Oh, that's good. So good. Any difference that you're noticing? Difference in just uh, having a full night's sleep is yeah. huge. It's amazing. You said you woke up on Saturday night. Yeah, I woke up, and I also did it last night too. Oh, dude, so what's Saturday, night, I don't know. I just I feel like um, last night I was like, I need to do it, have an early night because if I don't have if I don't have eight hours, yeah. it's an absolute nightmare. I reckon. Like if I ever I'm like, man, why am I? being such a fuckwit today it's because i haven't had enough sleep yeah, yeah. and so i was like determined because we have a big week i'm like i need to get eight hours and so i went to bed mm. at um i was in bed by 8 45 uh That's reading good. my kindle until 9 30 went to sleep at 9 30 and then at 11 a.m i got woken up to screaming and on smith street once again and there was a yep. there was a guy screaming at a car <laughs> and um he Parked was or, uh, yeah. no, i've actually got all the fo- i've got the footage because i and i even say in the thing i'm like call triples as saying a break call triple zero <laughs> <laughs> um which she she then said oh, okay well you can talk and i was like oh. i'm pretty sure that was the other video yeah, as well. yeah it was the same one same. well so the um yeah but i decided not to bother but it was a but guy that, that, yeah. with a black hoodie and um there was a small white car following him and he was telling the white car to fuck off. Yeah. And the in the white car was a female. I think it might have been his um, girlfriend maybe. And he's had a meltdown. And she's like, and he's like, go home, go home. Oh. And he threw the bottle at, it, at the car. Oh, no. Um, but then I was like, man, when you see that, because my heart was like racing. I was just like, I get into this mode of like, what's going to happen? Like, is she going to run over him or is he going to kick the kick the um, windscreen, what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and so, I, yeah, that was at 11 o'clock and it took me about 40 minutes to get back to sleep. Mm. But I was thinking. So that was last night. Last night. And then on Saturday night. And Saturday night I just woke because we had some some wine and um, I think that maybe being a bit half pissed and sleeping, it's a bit of a nightmare, have real yeah. fucked up dreams and it's all like. It could happen. Yeah. And then also on Saturday night um, I was watching a, a cop car, like a, a, a police chase. And because um, I heard the wood, wood, little siren. Oh, yeah. Like and that. then sort of, you know, the, you know, there's action. Yeah. There's wood, wood. Yeah. And so I st- um, sort of sat up and then was watching <laughs> them like um, a car speed off and then yeah. the police car. And then I c- you could hear revving um, happening like a car was going really fast down Smith Street. Is it and- true you sleep in police pajamas? <laughs> That has a little badge, no. Mr. Jansen. That would be cute. Detective I did have a Jansen. sheriff. I'd had a sheriff badge growing up. I also had Constable a- um, Jansen. I would like that. No, but when I was actually a, a kid, uh, a lady at the primary school had a laminating machine, laminator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I got, um, what did I, what was it called? Uh, mass Art Master. There was a, um, a software that was like um, Print Artist. Print yeah. Artist is what it was called. Print Artist, if you remember Print Artist, shout out. Um, but it was like you could create really good-looking documents, but it yeah. was more like if you wanted to create like um, birthday invitations or things like that. Mm. And I got an ID 
or it's like a, a, a photo of me and then I gave myself a big title and got it laminated. Mm. And so when I was getting bullied uh, in the playground, I would just show them my card and say, back off. Yeah. And they would because they didn't know what it meant. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> Jeez. Do you, were you bullied? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. I was, yeah. I mean, the, I don't know if I am. Um, you probably wasn't being bullied. I was probably like I would pull the card out pretty, pretty regularly. <laughs> you're, so you're a bully. No, it wasn't, no, I wasn't a bully, but um, but then I discovered actual card makers, which is one up from a, from a laminated, yeah, which and is it, actually printed directly on the card. Really nice qual. And then it was uh, it was jail after that, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, so while George is away, like you're you've made the play for his moustache. Mm-hmm. You just <laughs> brought a bit of George to our shows. Yeah, um, there's something I'm making a play for when it comes to the office and George. Uh, he wanted to set up a sound booth under the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't happened. No. He got as far as the desk and a little bit of soundproofing. And so do you want that to be... Because we have taken our desks yeah. that are upstairs and we've given that to the boys. Yeah. And so they have vitamin D. Mm. They've got like 97 so happy. He's got like the windows open and he's yeah. like a, he's a new guy. Yeah, yeah. And so... We're down here now, sort of hot desking, essentially <laughs> in our own business. In our own business. <laughs> and so, are you wanting to use the the cupboard as a office? No, I want the cupboard as a creative space that I have a bunch of stuff set up um, that is good to go for moisturizers, tissues, and a <laughs> no. no. And an OnlyFans subscription. No, no, no. I want to. I want to set up my glue gun. Mm-hmm. I want to um, set up uh, a little recording area. I basically want to do what George thought he could have done, mm-hmm. but he won't do sure. it. And okay. so I, I'm making the play. I'm. Uh, it's official. I'm claiming back under the stairs. Yeah. George hasn't acted quick enough. And so, so you're going to do a bunch of videos. Yeah, I want to um, have it as like a. So I've I've kept a bunch of shit. Like and so I came in on Sunday mm-hmm. to the office just to sort of tidy up a few things, get the boys uh, desks area. Well, desk we area. hadn't told them yet and you called me and said, "Hey, do you think it's cool if I move all of their shit to their new spots?" <laughs> and I said, "No, you can't do that." And you know when you're calling somebody to ask, it's that, a no, yeah. you know that it's not right. Yeah, you were hoping you that call. I was tweaked on a bad day, I probably would have been like, "Yep." Fucking yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, it feels like the same move as if you've um, broken up with someone, leaving their shit outside the house. Yeah. yeah, that's no good. And so anyway, what? so you've got, what sort so of things I, have you got? I was cleaning some stuff Props. up down there. I've got my hook from some old videos, some, but I've just got a from whole the bunch O-bike of video. trinkets and little knickknacks that mm. I want to um, start putting up in that and just make it a real kooky little space. Uh, Tony Lodge, we caught up with last week. She was on mm-hmm. the show a couple of weeks ago. She mentioned she loves glue gunning. Okay. And I spent a lot of time glue gunning as a kid. What does glue gunning mean? So glue guns uh, look like a little gun. You stick this, you know, uh, long stick of glue into the back of it. It's it hard. Heat, it heats up mm-hmm. and you press the trigger and it pulls in the stick of glue, heats it up and pushes it out the other end as goo, hot goo. Don't Big get for it arts and crafts. Great for arts and crafts. I used to do a lot of um, uh, paddle pop stick castles, things like that. And then there was, you know, you'd get a bit funky and get coloured glue that would go through the gun. Mm -hmm. Great for just, you know. 
So you want a glue gun or you've got one? I've got one. Okay. I've got a heap of shit and I... What, did you, what were you using the glue gun for um, I've used it for little bits, stuff on my camera, stuff around. Uh, Did you get it because Casey Neistat had it? No, I've had them. Mate, fuck Casey Neistat. I've been glue gunning for years. Because he actually takes the glue stick as well and will just use a lighter and melt it that down. That works too. That works too. It's just if you don't have to, mm-hmm. if you don't have time to set up your glue gun. Yeah. But the, pro- the thing about a creative space, so I think everyone wants it at some point where they're like, I need my, I need my space with my paints. Because I'll, then I'll paint. Mm-hmm. Some of somewhat, it's somewhat true that if you have it accessible, you should be doing more. The other side of it is, you don't end up doing stuff that you actually enjoy because you've just got older and you're just a yeah. bit jaded. You got shit going on. You haven't slept, and you're saying, mm-hmm. "Next minute, you're saying, if I don't get eight hours, oh, I'm <laughs> fucking useless." But in saying that, that's like it's you, true. Some, <laughs> <laughs> you won't always get eight hours, but. The other thing is you won't always want to do the things that you like doing. Mm-hmm. And so, if I can create somewhere that you know that you read in every fucking self-help book, it's like if you just had 30 minutes on a one morning where mm-hmm. you just, you did something silly like do some, you could call it silly, uh, do some glue gunning. So, what are you going to? So, is it like an arts and crafts move? Bit of everything. Bit of everything. I like it. Because you, then you could, it's just... The, an artistic space. What mm-hmm. is art? What do you think art is? Self-expression. Was it our chat with Ryan Shelton that got you excited about it? Yeah, it got it? me into that. Um, I mean, the only thing is not to be the brat, but if you get that space, what do I get? What do you want, mate? This is the thing. There's a lot of... Uh, you can... Just make opportunities. I'll, you, have, I'll have the garage. <laughs> yeah, but you've never cleaned it. I've cleaned it. All, I, well, I've never put done. shit in it. Yeah, true. But... If so, I okay, so if I have the garage, no, I've got the garage. You've got the under the stairs bit. What are you doing in the garage? Fucking welding. <laughs> Why not? I've got I've got my woods in there. Our woods. I've got it's our gear section. What do you like though? What do you what would what would be something that you ca- could in this office mm-hmm. cement as your own? Like you've got your booth where you switch the cameras and do mm-hmm. the audio. What's your what's your thing? Yeah. Do you want a bookshelf up the back? I would like that. That'd be good. But then I, I also don't want to cement everything to be studio related. Yeah. Um, Meaning? Well, because if it's all in the studio, I can't sort of, like, I like that you've got the separation between your downstairs cupboard yeah. and the studio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, to be honest, I think that my house, like where I've, like my apartment, that second room, where yeah. is my office space, that's great. Yeah. But I feel like I don't. I feel like the inclination is because you said the glue stuff that I need to all of a sudden start doing watercolour <laughs> or like, um, which I used to be a big Derwent pencil fan. Oh, yeah. Had some really good Derwent pencils. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, what do I want to do? I, I want to get into writing. So actually, this is what I want. Here we go. Could I please have a laptop stand? Oh, yeah. Where's that? Where does that go? Goes on my hot desk. Yeah, okay. So I don't have to hurt my neck. And so a laptop stand just lifts it up mm-hmm. for you to ha- le- less um, poke neck, less mm-hmm. fucking tilt. And then I have my external mouse and keyboard, but I think I'll pick up my memoir. I'll start to keep writing it. Oh, yeah. So that would be good. I do like writing. Yeah. Okay. So then what's the... Because I've always been of the thinking, if you're telling yourself the story of mm-hmm. I need this to do it, yeah. fucking go get the thing. Yeah, so yeah. you've got no story mm-hmm. to tell. Yeah. Your story's kaput 
and you've got no excuse. Well, I'm about to, tonight I'm buying a ex- exercise bike from Kogan. Oh, great. Under 400 bucks. Great. How good could it be for 350 bucks? You wonder. Well, I don't think it'd be that bad. Like a spin bike. Yeah. It's, it's not very smart. Doesn't matter. I had, no, they don't need to be smart. So I had a spin bike. I don't I want an aero dime. Like, I don't want a, is it an aero dime? That like the actual I don't want the air bikes. ones. No, no. So there's ones that all the um, fucking gyms, especially like, um, uh, what's it called? Kettlebells and doing all that. What's the people that do every, a bit CrossFit, of everything? CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah, the wind it creates yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. Air dime, I think it's called. But those things are like 1500 bucks yes, yes, and yes, they're yes. noisy as fuck. I want something that I can just ride on yep. and get the miles. So yeah, I great. Can, so I'm getting that tonight. So that will be... Uh, helpful and That'd then I want it because I want to get into consuming whilst moving rather than like sitting and watching TV and getting on the way. bike because you have the habit of TV and I consuming lot, yeah. so if you add mm-hmm. it's uh, what, what do you call that like grouping a, a habit yeah it's like a bit of a hack mm-hmm. trick yourself into it by doing it That's well because yeah idea. if you think about like all of the little docos I watch on different stuff yeah Saw an interesting one on Disney and their their price hikes. They've just opened really? up Disney Disney World again. Yes, they okay. said. Um, the reporter said, uh, Disney World now the happiest place on earth for COVID nineteen. Oh jeez, which I sort of thought was clever, but um, yeah, no, the pricing. There's been huge increases over the years of Disney. They in- introduced a uh, dynamic ads. Sorry, not dynamic ads. Dynamic pricing based on the time of year. Oh, wow. But what they were talking oh, about for is, the actual yeah, park. so say like school holidays costs more. That makes but, sense. Um, yeah, but they were sort of talking about their Disney's um, pricing out Middle America, so they yep. really built a core base. But now the cost is getting really ridiculous, uh, too high. So it's yeah, only the like Brie and I spent so much when we went to Disney. It is expensive. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how that's going to be sustainable if you can't have truck loads, uh, mm-hmm. plane loads of people coming from. Like, the Asian tourism is ginormous to these countries. Mm-hmm. In Australia, think about yeah. all the money that that brings in. Mm-hmm. That's gone for a little while. Yeah. I wonder if um, oh, maybe it's just people on their private jets flying in, spending the cash. Um, I want to do one uh, recommendation. Mm-hmm that um, I think it'll land. Last time, my recommendation of, um, uh, what was it? Fire Saga with uh, Will Ferrell. Oh, it was uh, horrendous. But just one Oh, actually, one, one I would love, I know what I would love to do. What? I want to get my Dora Dango made. Oh, yeah. You could do that in the garage. Would it's you let me project. have clay and stuff in the garage and stuff? Yeah, you yeah. just have to set up drop sheets, blankets. Uh-huh. I might need some help. Uh, but anyway, I think that'd be good. So anyway, the... Um, that got me thinking because the, the it felt like a um, project. Yeah, go on. So, uh, I gave the recommendation of Fire Saga, the um, Eurovision mm-hmm. Netflix film. Terrible, terrible. But I loved it, mm-hmm. and I told you didn't everyone, say it was terrible. But I also didn't say have a fucking watch party. I also didn't well, say. Well, you said it was really good. Like for no, a guy, I, I don't watch movies no, or many but, movies, but and what so ended if, up happening was. Josh organised a watch party between mm-hmm. four people yes. and the suspense. Doing a watch party for a film is building up a suspense within you that you're like, this has to be good. We're with everybody. What do you think cinemas are? Cinemas are just watch parties, no? Yeah, no longer. They're done. Well, the, okay. Well, and so anyway, what's, you've got another f- film recommendation. So there's, it's a two-prong. 
two prong uh, viewing. You need to first like watch, a series, like a two part series. Uh, nah, this is about this. This is a lot of work. If I mean, if you've got kids, it's it's um, light work because you're used to this kind of shit. I want you to watch Frozen one and two. Mm-hmm. Just consume it. I have about forty times, okay. and this is I think why I love it. But he's obsessed with Frozen at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's so cute and it's so well made. Frozen 1, Frozen 2. But then once you've watched Frozen 2, watch the making of Frozen 2. And it's a doco series on Disney Plus mm. that looks into the writers, the animators, all throughout Could I Disney. watch the making of without watching the other two? Oh, it's just so amazing to appreciate it in reverse. Watch it. You familiar with the characters and mm. understand the storylines and how crazy the visuals are yeah. and how amazing the story is. And then you go to to connect all the no, dots. I get that. Holy shit. The the people, the the husband and wife couple that write every song for that, mm-hmm. their influence on the storyline is ginormous. Which really? you wouldn't think. Like they actually piece together the start and ending of the second film by their one song. Like the creative process that Disney have, it's like 70, 80 people working on Frozen 2 that is the Frozen team from before. And it is it is probably one of the greatest creative processes I've ever seen. Like in terms of- Anything we can learn. Collaborative. Just even how- like they'll have, What if, if we were to take one thing and bring it into our team? What is it? I think it serves a – it's very clear. They've got a start and an end goal, which is we need a finished film mm-hmm. that goes and is shown and distributed. The, what I think any – the takeaway is that you don't need to have all the answers before you start. You don't need to have all the answers So what did they while have you're worked in the middle. Out? So what was the bit that they had worked out? That is Frozen 2 is a bit different because mm-hmm. they're coming off the back of Frozen 1. But what they need to do is make it better than Frozen 1. Uh-huh. Frozen 1 into Frozen 2. The pressure is it of Pixar it being or it's Disney, isn't it? Disney, yeah. Okay. And so they didn't know the story and how it finished uh, six months, seven months out from it Why? needing to be finished. Because it's such a process of like getting it right. They do these sessions where they show a screening of it mm-hmm. in its bare bones, like drawn, hand drawn. Some are, some of the animations rendered looks like dog shit. Mm-hmm. But you've got some like overlay tracks and mm-hmm. um, uh, vocals and all of that. And then they do an eight-hour session after that film in a round table discussing it. So you've got like the guy who made blah, 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 blah. blah. You've got the woman who's the head of this and wrote this amazing animation mm-hmm. film just saying like the story falls there. I don't know. Like it's brutal. And the the friction they go through, it's just like a – It's I think it's a great representation of how, how a – creative process is for everybody but mm-hmm. this is just on such a stage like you really see it in its every format like you come up with an idea you feel shit about it you try it, it didn't look that great you do it again small time mm-hmm. this is like this has so much writing on it these things and so it's amazing to see and the documentary I'm gonna watch series is so I think well I made. will just watch just watch it I think it will make you want to watch Frozen 1 yeah. and 2 the um, yeah South Park I think it was called Six Days or Seven Days to Air, yeah. which is the story of how they make South Park. Yeah. Obviously a very different thing, but they would um, do the whole thing in a week. 
It's phenomenal. I mean, they, you- this took them three or four years to make mm-hmm. the, the film. Like, animation's ridiculously yeah. long, but, like, they... Nothing was locked off. The script's not locked off. They get the voiceover actors. Any blow-ups? Heaps. Really? Oh, just like Did Bodhi watch points. the behind the scenes? Bodhi loves it. It's unbelievable really? because he, he, you onboard the kid to the film mm-hmm. and then they're loving because they're hearing and seeing the person behind yeah. Olaf or oh, yeah, Elsa sure. or Dax Shepard, mm-hmm. his wife. Uh, what's her name? For? Kirsten Bell. Mm-hmm. Kristen Bell. Kristen, yeah. Dude, she's the most talented person on earth. Really? It's so annoying because she can act and then she has this voice of an angel that – and I said to Amy, has she been like a singer? Like surely she's done albums and shit. Mm-hmm. Nah. Really? Hasn't done mm-hmm. that stuff. She did it when she was young and then does this film. I watched an uh, interesting doco on Amazon. Oh, yeah. On, on uh, Amazon Prime. It's all about how Netflix started. So Amazon Prime, they're, they're nothing to do with Netflix? No. Or they're just, okay. Oh, it's on Amazon Prime. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's uh, on the platform, Amazon Prime, and it's about Netflix. Okay. And it's a privately funded. Yeah. It was like it had some shitty elements to it. Like you could tell it was a bit indie. Yeah. But it was awesome. Do you know what, what year do you think um, Netflix started? Oh, I remember hearing about it. 2000 and probably four, oh four. I think it's like 1998. Oh, wow. Yeah, late 90s before the dot-com bubble. And, yeah, it was um, sending uh, DVDs in the mail. It's Yeah, it's crazy. I literally thought after what, this weekend, I was like, if I went back in time, would I inv- – what would you – what's the one company you would, like, try and find the people who end up making it and telling them – and trying to get in on mm. it at the early stage. Sure. And it was I would gonna be telling work, Blockbuster to just fucking <laughs> pull your head in. <laughs> While you're over telling Blockbuster to pull their head in, I'd go yeah, to who Netflix. Are you talking to? No, I'd go to... Um, go to... Uh, I was thinking about for Frozen. Like, imagine if you knew the premise of Frozen and you like, mm-hmm. found the directors sure. in the past and said to them... like, Is this writers, after seeing Ryan Shelton's, you know, coming back from the, <laughs> no, the no, future? I was just thinking about it. It's a weird one. Mm-hmm. So, you only got one shot at it. And you're gonna, and you're gonna, you want to make money. You want to influence the world. What company would it be? What yeah, product? It's would interesting. It be? When you go these places, like it's like with all the COVID stuff, start thinking about like what happens when we die. Like, do you think? Because so, say, for instance, like everything. Like I don't understand anything, right? I understand physics. I don't understand like fucking all this shit. I just don't get like it's mm. even. I see buildings, and I'm like, how is that tower? Like standing up, or how does that build? Like, how does that um, tunnel work? Like, it's amazing the things we build, yeah. But I don't understand them, and so I'm like, well, maybe like something, like maybe there is something that happens after we die. Well, anyone who tells you there is or there isn't mm-hmm. doesn't know. Yeah, we're making it up. But, so, but are you fearful? Like, are you fearful of death? No, because I think I do a good enough job at um, convincing myself that it, that it's not happening in this moment. Like it's a it's a con- consistent fooling mm-hmm. of yourself. Like Sam Harris talks about this. We're all walking around. I mean, some people are probably more fearful than others, but mm-hmm. then the people who aren't fearful haven't really thought about it. Or but what about not no? So about the, no, but what if you have thought about it? So you blocking out death or being like not really thinking about it versus. Being life, like, what about if death is better than the current situation? Yeah, I've thought about that stuff. I've, I've thought about, 
if if when it does happen, there is this other side mm-hmm. that then you're waiting and you can see down. And could have been so annoyed. Like imagine how annoyed would be. So what, if like yeah. we're putting this off the whole time, like we're like the whole game of life in some yeah, ways is no. like not dying, but then you die and they're like, huh? You made it. You yeah, fuck mate, it. You took fuck, so yeah, long. You took so long. I've got seven kids yeah. up here. Uh, you know, sorry, Amy, but yeah. you know, it was a. I had <laughs> what to, does that mean? <laughs> my, my thing is, you go to some other place, but you can still see down on Earth, and you can still imagine if this is a simulation, for mm-hmm. instance, and you plug out of it, which yeah. is death, uh-huh. and then you're looking at that simulation still going. So there's all these people watching this TV show, sure, and what they're saying is. Fuck, they're getting onto us. Like, we're becoming more evolved. The concept okay. of yeah, sure. being What's in the, the simulation. Well, while I got out of this simulation, mm-hmm. Amy took someone else. 50 years to get out of the system. Uh, sure. And so I had another family. <laughs> <laughs> Bodie's still down there. He's very annoying. Yeah. But isn't, no, it, uh, isn't it weird to think? But also, like, uh, like thinking about it, like, down, heaven, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, it could be completely different. It could be a control room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where... What's the what's, what's the point in thinking about it? What's or? the point in thinking about it? I mean, the, so some scientists, so you go reincarnation, then you go. Some scientists are looking at uh, the consciousness and our experience of it, and our brain. It's like a without the electrical system running, like mm-hmm. it, once it once it's cut off, like how fucked is it? Becomes nothing. You pull ele- you turn off a light. Mm-hmm. There's no light. It's gone. Yeah. There's no current. So. I've heard it reflect. I've heard people reflect on death is like cutting off the power. Once the power's off, it's completely gone, and so there can't be anything after it. So but maybe we're being of, recycled. Exactly, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard it's, to know, isn't it's, it? It's super complex. But, it like, sure. but I think that if we got comfortable, if it, like I guess this is where religion comes in. If you can be really comfortable with death then all of a sudden things don't matter. It's like you wouldn't necessarily get the response. You know, like if you're walking late at night and you just see someone being seedy or whatever. What's, what is... Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have that little um, part of your brain going, oh, what the fuck's going on here? Like worried you'd be about like, it? Yeah, because you'd be like, oh, come at me, bro. This is my time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's too dark. <laughs> but that's why I think about like planes and shit. I mean, I feel like every day that I don't go on a plane, it's going to be so weird when we go on one. Definitely. Like I've I've travelled a lot as I've said. He's a well travelled man. Many flights, many flights. But um that'll be weird. When's the next time we're gonna be on a flight? I don't know. No. Anyway. Well it's it'll be a year since we're in Los Angeles, only in a couple of months' time. No. Mm-hmm. Four months. Hyperbolic. Yeah. But the, yeah. How do you think we die? Go and uh, send us an email. Yeah. Hi at the daily talk show.com. Have you actually read up on it or have, have you, you had a near death experience? Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting one. You know, the white light. Like, why is that a thing? Why is it that mm-hmm. there's been multiple people that have talked about light at the end of a tunnel, seeing some sort of mm-hmm. feeling disconnected from their body? I, I have heard someone speak about it, explaining that stuff. Like, there's always a fucking explanation for everything. It's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. We should um, get like an expert or something on death. Or, yeah. What happened? Yeah, exactly what happens. Like what happens, yeah, when you die. Anyway, all right. Yeah. It's the Daily Talk Show. On that light note, uh, have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. See you guys.